on uh, behalf of the Austin Community College Civics Lab, I wanted to uh, welcome our, our current guest, uh, Stephanie Cullen. Stephanie uh, was a foreign service officer with the United States State Department and currently is a contract developer slash project manager for the Texas Health and Human Services Commission. Um, welcome, Stephanie. How are you doing today? Yeah, thank you. Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Doing well. So the first question we, we, we'd like to ask is, you know, going back to your first semester of college, where would you have seen yourself today professionally? Well, this is going to kind of age me, <laughs> but back when I was a freshman in college, I, I honestly didn't know where I was going. Um, you know, I had changed my major. I was you know, going from teaching to psychology major, then it ended up wanting to go into the sports management field. So, and there's many opportunities, thankfully, you know, talking, you know, with other students. And I never would have had imagined that I was going to be working for the federal government, yet alone the federal government paying for me to travel and rep my, represent myself as someone who is with the civic duties within the federal government. So yeah, I saw myself basically working in the recreation area, really, like either teaching physical education or working in a fitness gym. <laughs> but I knew that I did love to travel. That was always like in the back of my mind, but I wasn't sure uh, there that, you know, am I going to be able to travel somewhere? Or am I going to have to join the, you know, milita military, which is an honorable field? Or, you know, what else, what else is out there? So yeah, my freshman year, I was really all over the place. I knew that I wanted a degree. Uh, I enjoyed the classes, but yeah, <laughs> I didn't think I would be uh, leaving the country. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and we should also, uh, I guess, preface that, you know, foreign service officers uh, represent the United States via the State Department uh, in U.S. Uh, consulates and embassies all over the world. Um, they're more or less on the, and correct me if I'm wrong, on the front line in terms of diplomacy. And it's a professional uh, track as opposed to, you know, many diplomats are, are possibly political appointees or appointed by um, the, the, the president. But in, in this regards, this is a professional career, nonpartisan. Um, so how, I mean, if you could just take us back, uh, you know, okay, so we talked about where you were your freshman year of college. Um, what, tell us about your path. How, how did you, uh, how did you become a uh, foreign service officer? Mm -hmm. yeah, well, prior uh, to becoming a foreign service officer, um, I decided, okay, I was going to keep my field, you know, get my master's. And at that time it was in physical education and health education, because I was really interested in the health field. Um, I had on my own moved to Hawaii to take some classes there. So I was like, oh, I get to travel, <laughs> you know, but yet again, it was on my own. Um, so basically how I landed, you know, with the State Department was I was married to a Marine and they actually have a program. So if, yeah, people who are interested in the, Mar in the Marine Corps or any other type of wonderful military service, you know, there are options as well, not just you know, people think, oh, the military and that's it, front line. But no, there's, <laughs> they have choices as well. And so there is a program where they get to go overseas and work at the embassies as well. 
And so I thought I was just going to be this traveling spouse going over there, you know, and I was like, oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> but no, uh, thankfully, uh, I was able to apply for a position over at the U.S. Embassy in Dar es Salaam, Africa. That was our first posting. And I couldn't believe that I was going to be able to serve my country, civic duty, uh, work in the political office, um, you know, amongst everyone else. So I was like, I can't believe I'm in Africa working, you know, with Americans. I didn't think that was possible. So I guess, you know, the little the town where I was from in Denver, Colorado, we would hear of the U.S. State Department. But again, I thought it was something just political appointees. I, I never thought in a million years that, oh, wow, you, you can actually apply. There's different types of fields to go into with the State Department. And so basically when my husband, um, at that time, when he had gone back to the States, uh, we had separated. And one of the ambassadors, you know, was like, well, what are you going to do that you're moving back to Colorado? So I was like, well, I'm going to get my MBA, <laughs> uh, take care of my son. Uh, again, I didn't think I could travel as a single mom, you know, um, overseas. Uh, but he mentioned, he said, well, hey, why don't you, you know, apply for the State Department? Again, I thought you had to live near Washington, D.C., because I know there's a lot of tons of civil service positions within the State Department in Virginia and D.C., you know, because not everybody wants to uh, work and live overseas, but they still can work for the State Department here in the States. Mm -hmm. um, so I was like, well, you know what, let me just apply. <laughs> so, yeah, I did apply. Um, this was about it took about maybe a year and a half for the whole entire process, you know, that you have to do like a little testing assessment. Um, there's different choices that students have, you know, there's the political section, there's the economy section, there's the public affairs section, there's also the management section, facilities section, civil engineering section. <laughs> there's mm -hmm. also diplomatic service if you wanna be a, a federal agent and, you know, serve with the secretary of state. So there's many different, you know, areas that a person of interest has that can apply. And so thankfully, you know, after I took the test and I had my interviews, um, I was able to hold a spot and I had up to, I think, six months to, you know, say, yes, I would like to do the training in Washington, DC. So I was able to finish my degree. So it felt kind of good, like, oh, you know, after I finished my degree, I have this job and I finally get to travel and serve, you know, serve overseas with the federal government. So that's kind of how that ball came along. Mm -hmm. It was something where I didn't believe I could do it. You know, yeah. I didn't really know how to do it, you know? So, and, and back in those days, <laughs> you know, there was only so much on the web. Yeah, but that's how, how it really all started. Okay. Uh, you mentioned uh, Dar es Salaam. What are, where are some other um, countries that, that you, you know, were able to be posted in or, or via this whole process? had the opportunity to live slash do business travel to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the first post, you know, after that, um, you get to choose. They don't just send you anywhere. They, they have a lot of consideration for, you know, if you have a family or if you're single or if, you know, you have children with disabilities or maybe you have an, a parent living with you. So they take mm -hmm. all this to consideration. You know, they have tons of different research already there for you. They really go above and beyond with the briefings of a certain country, as far as the safety or what you need there, uh, including, you know, hey, do you have to 
bring your favorite food there or is it there? How's the cost of living? What's the education like as far as like schools for your children? Uh, what's living life? What's living life for being um, someone single who just graduated from college? You know, they usually get this nice apartment, live closer to the embassy so you don't have to worry about a car or a bus. <laughs> so there's many options. Um, so my first posting was in Jakarta, Ind Indonesia. And there I chose to work in the political section. I did a lot of, it's kind of like uh, being a staff aide. You just support the other officers and you're reading different types of reports, making sure you know, that you're doing the editing, making sure there's no mistakes because there's that protocol of going up to the ambassador. But along the way, uh, they really want you to experience other areas within an embassy, such as, you know, there's the passport processing. That part is the consulate section. And so I was able to, in that area, work with USAID, which is another USAID. That's another federal government agency. And they do a lot of the educational funding for different um, not just schools, but sites overseas. So I became like kind of a volunteer for that as well. Uh, then I realized, wow, we give these really awesome 4th of July parties, <laughs> you know, because we have to represent and mingle with all the other foreign service ministries of the different consulates and embassies overseas. So it's really um, having good positive ties within the political realm, but also other realms as well. I talked to a lot of um, female Muslim groups on the weekend doing outreach programs with them, you know, what it was like in their culture. And of course, they're very interested what it's like to be a student or even a woman working overseas, anything like that. <laughs> so you have all these opportunities. You know, if you have an idea, you talk to someone about it and make it happen just because it's, it's just um, a positive outlook on what we're trying to do. And so that's one thing I loved about working and representing the embassies is it was all about just keeping positive relationships, you know, and it's just so many different, it's a different world because you get to meet so many different people and everybody, and you realize that everybody actually wants the same thing, just to help each other and basically have a peaceful world. I know that sounds cliche, but <laughs> everyone really is about peace and working together. Um, after that, those two years, um, I moved to, I did another bid and so what you do is you get like 10, li or 10 lists of different posts. You know, mm -hmm. I did my research because of my son. I had to make sure they had educational services for my son. Mm -hmm. You know, all the kids usually go to international uh, schools. And so uh, I ended up going to Dubai and I worked for the federal um, agents there and the diplomatic security services, which I loved. I did a lot of vetting. <laughs> So uh, you, you get the training. You don't just get thrown in. You get to go to D.C. for training. It's paid for. Um, you know, they pay for your housing, you know, so I didn't have to worry about rent <laughs> or mortgage. Uh, I also, I was able to bring my car with me to Dubai. And if you have a fur baby, you can bring a fur baby to most places. Again, they, they tell you which places, you know, mm -hmm. have the quarantine laws or no, don't take your dog here. And you just fit it on other posts. So there's so many opportunities even for your fur babies. <laughs> so after the two years there, then I decided to bid um, in Germany. And so my son and I lived three years there and worked in Berlin at the US embassy over there in Berlin. Again, I was with the diplomatic uh, security services. I worked a lot with the German police over there and learned a lot. <laughs> and from there, um, I spent a year 
working in Washington, DC. And I worked at the Foreign Service Institute of Training and that's where I was able to work in the public diplomacy area. Mm -hmm. And I was also training there. <clears throat> and so it was a great experience. Um, and then of course there, that's where you work with uh, people who just decided, yeah, I don't wanna um, live and work overseas. I wanna work here in the States. And there's also places here. There's, uh, you know, the passport places. That's part of the U.S. State Department, like the one in Houston. There's one here in Austin downtown. So I was excited, like, oh, we have State Department here. That's kind of nice. <laughs> and and how, how did the this career path help transition you to, to your work, um, you know, for the Texas Health and Human Services Commission? Well, I definitely learned that this job actually helped me gain the experiences I need to work here in Austin over with the uh, Health and Human Commission because one thing is you're used to change because there's always a change. There's always someone leaving your post. You know, you might be sad, oh, my supervisor's leaving or you might be like, oh, good, he's leaving. <laughs> we're getting someone else. <laughs> so we're used to, you know, the changes uh, very quickly we can adapt to change. We're used to working with all types of different diversity and cultures. Mm -hmm. um, and definitely we learn how to basically come up with different ideas that could, could help within, you know, my office. Like I know far as like in HR wise or some of the policies we've had, I've been able to help out, especially now where I work as a contract developer, you know, I'm like, oh yes, you know, I remember back in <laughs> Germany, this is how we did our timeline here. So it's really helped, um, helped me grow and just to be able to understand you know, where everyone else is coming from, you know, when you get into a new position anywhere, really. Okay. Final question would be, uh, what, what tangible advice would you give an Austin Community College student listening to this uh, podcast right now? I would definitely tell them, don't be scared to reach out and apply for any type of job, whether it's the State Department or any position, uh, you know, go for it. Um, one thing I like with the State Department is the camaraderie because we were all on the same boat. You know, in the neighborhoods, we were all kind of living together. So we would always check up on each other, share meals together, travel together. We were never alone. That was the one thing I was like, if it was just me going to say, okay, I want to spend six months, <laughs> let's say, I don't know, in France, you know, it would start off kind of more lonelier where with the State Department, I mean, it's mapped out for you, like even how to drive <laughs> to where you have to go to work to, you know, this is the place, best place to shop. And then you venture out. And all of a sudden you, you find yourself like, oh, this is kind of neat, you know, this overseas experience. And even if you don't want to uh, live overseas, then at least you have that possibility and opportunity to work at other federal governments, not just State Department, but other ones that are here in, in Texas as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. Uh, well, wanted to thank you again for taking part. Um, you know, I'm sure our, your your words will will resonate with our students, and you know, this could potentially spark or respark a uh, a career path uh, or reentry into um, to one's career. So, with with that said, I wanted to thank uh, Stephanie Collin once again for taking part in our interview. Yeah, and thank you so much for having me. This has been wonderful. And I'm Mohammed Abul, and I'm signing off. Mm -hmm.